Hi, I'm PJ and welcome to House Daily. It's been two weeks since the start of the lockdown here in this country, um, which as I'm sure many of us know is a real important time where we're hopefully going to start to see the impacts of the measures that have been put in place and hopefully um, will give us a bit of perspective on where the country's going to go from here and understanding of how this is going to continue from here on. So it's a really important time. And so just continue to encourage you to pray, uh, spend time praying for this, that the the curve will flatten, as everyone's saying, um, and that actually you'll be able to give us some hope perspective on how we can go forward from here, pray for those who are involved in making these big decisions. Um, but yeah, prayer is so important in this season. Um, and working out how we're going to continue in this place. So be praying. Um, and as has daily, we are studying at the moment through the book of Philippians, uh, this letter which Paul's written uh, to a church to remind them of joy. And he's just spent some time, he started off by thanking them, um, giving them some good uh, teaching on being united and, and one in a season where they're being persecuted. And then we stumble into this beautiful nugget, this amazing bit of wisdom from Paul um, on his perspective, having journeyed the life of faith. Um, and it's incredible. And I love it. And so we're, we're in uh, Book of Philippians, like I said, chapter three, the start of chapter three, verses one to 14 uh, today. So if you've got a Bible, grab it. And I'm going to read through uh, together. So Philippians chapter three, verses one to 14. Furthermore, my brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. It is no trouble for me to write the same thing to you again, and it is a safeguard for you. Watch out for those dogs and evildoers, those mutilators of the flesh, for it is we who are the circumcision, we who serve God by his Spirit, who boast in Christ Jesus, and who put no confidence in the flesh, though I myself have reason for such confidence. Someone else thinks they have reason to put confidence in the flesh. I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law, a Pharisee, as for zeal, persecuting the church, as for righteousness based on the law, faultless. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For those sake, I have lost all things. I consider them garbage, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection, the participation in his suffering and becoming like him in his death. And so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already achieved, arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize which God 
has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. What a gem of a passage. And it just seems thrown in there in a way. This is a, a thank you letter written by Paul to thank them for Epaphroditus bringing aid to him. And it's so much more. He's, he's encouraging them, he's teaching them, and then he throws in these gems of wisdom for the church. Paul, having journeyed the faith, is just sharing some amazing wisdom for what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. And he starts off with that line in verse one where he, just, he tells him, rejoice in the Lord. And I imagine the voice in them going, how, what, we're being persecuted, people don't like us, how can we rejoice? And I'm sure many of us are thinking the same in this season of real uncertainty of so much uh, sorrow and pain in the world around us. How can we rejoice? And so Paul puts it in perspective. He, he talks about how actually it's not in anything present which he boasts in, but it's in Christ Jesus. It's because of Christ we can rejoice because he's the same yesterday, today and forever. He died for your sins. And as in the season in Holy Week and we look towards his, his death and resurrection, we're reminded of that so much. Actually, that is what we rejoice in, not what's happening to us on the day-to-day level of whether we feel like we've been blessed today by God's goodness and provision today or not. Actually, there is always things to praise and be thanks for and rejoice for because of what he's already done for us. And Paul throws in this perspective that he has because in some ways he has every reason to boast in his self-righteousness. He ticks every single box of the law in the way and he, he could and was able to boast in being right and good in himself and all the good things, all, all, all the plush stuff of life, which he had. He could boast in that, but he realizes in comparison is nothing, nothing compared to what he can rejoice and boast in in Jesus. It's not that stuff in this world isn't good. Sure, it is. There's so much good things in particular in our society. Uh, we're incredibly well off. Um but actually, the reason to rejoice in Jesus is so much more than that. And he shares this great bit of wisdom at the end of our passage today of how to be a disciple. What it looks like to be a disciple. And in verse 13, he says, But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind me and straining toward what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. In some ways, that's how we get that. Because some we don't always feel like we can rejoice. Particularly in the moment, it may be really hard for us to have joy and it doesn't seem natural or right or something we want to do. And, and Paul's like, yeah, that's the point. Of course, we don't want to sometimes, but this is what we're called to do. And so he he puts behind him what is behind and strains towards that is which ahead, of being united with Christ, being one mind with Christ, of being like him, of attaining that, that prize which he's already given to us. And actually for us in this season as well, it's actually, are we having that same attitude as disciples? There's so much behind us in our faith, the things of our past, the habits and patterns of our past, of being in situations where it really seems in the earthly perspective like there is no reason to be joyful. But actually, in a heavenly perspective, there is. What Jesus has done, there is reason to rejoice. And if we don't feel like it, if we don't feel like we can, or even if we feel like we can but not fully, 
actually, are we being like Paul? Are we putting behind us what is behind and straining towards what is ahead? Straining. And Paul's honest. He's like, I didn't get it fully. I'm not there fully, but I want it more. I want it more. None of us are going to be fully there ever in our walk with Jesus. But I had that same attitude of, I want it more. And I love that imagery of strain. It's like the whole, his whole physical body is trying to pull him towards that place. And a season where so much has changed and different, are we doing everything within our physical, spiritual strength to strain towards Christ? Straining in every effort, every single effort, a piece of energy we have, is it focused on going towards Christ and putting the things of the past behind us? So we have that same attitude, Paul, of realizing even though that, that's how I used to live, that's what I like, that's the way the pattern of the world tells me to live, I know there is something so much more. And so I'm going to do everything to be there. We should hopefully be having that same attitude and, and be like Paul, trying, straining in the power of the Holy Spirit to, to reach the goal, the prize which God has given us. Let me pray. God, thank you that you died for us, that you've given us the most amazing gift in this life and beyond. Help us to be like Paul, to gain from his wisdom, to be straining for what is ahead, put in every practice and habit, being passionate about seeking you in prayer and your word and your spirit, to draw closer to you and be further away from what is behind. Fill us with your spirit today, Lord. Help us do all things to draw close to you in this time. Amen. Thank you so much for joining. Be safe, be church, keep washing your hands. Bye.